0: And the Casey Crew Podcast is brought to you by ProCure. Effective natural skincare products are essential with ProCure. You can feel better about feeling better. Their products are powered by science and enriched with nature with guilt-free formulas and that really work and that you can trust. Now, uh, ProCure can help with anything. They just use proven remedies and natural botanicals so you can get all the medicines you need plus skin-loving ingredients. Try Procure's. Hydrocortisone and Rosa Care today. And get special $3 discount on Amazon using the code 3 Crew. Just go to ProcureHeels.com slash Crew to be directed to Amazon where you'll get a special $3 discount with the code 3 Crew. That's the number 3 Casey Crew, all one word. And make sure you type it in all caps. Procureheals.com slash Crew. Code 3KRW. What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew.
1: Welcome!
0: Yes, our our life has been crazy the last couple of weeks. Yes, and we missed you guys. Yes, uh, the last we spoke to you guys was uh, we were on vacation in Jamaica. Mm -hmm. And we got back and we've been running around, a lot going on. First, we have to say, um, we start with Madison, I guess, because we just got back from Madison's Dental appointment, or or is it oral surgery, they call it?
1: She had oral surgery.
0: They took out four teeth, four wisdom teeth. (laughs) Yes. And uh, she was nervous and scared. She Uh was, I mean, damn near in tears. She did not want to get this done. No, not
1: damn near. She was in tears. But
0: she knew she had to get it done. Right. Yeah, so she was uh, nervous about that, but she got it done. Mm -hmm. It didn't take that long. It took about, what, 15, 20 minutes? I would say maybe 20 minutes. 20 minutes to get all four teeth taken out. And uh, the funny thing about it is, they gave her anesthesia. Yep. And she was high as a kite.
1: Oh my goodness, if any of you have had your wisdom teeth removed or have had children that have had their wisdom teeth removed, I am so curious as to whether you or your children have gone through anything remotely close to what Madison just went through. I mean, she just came off of her high about maybe 45 minutes ago. Correct. So she's a few rooms down in her room, now back on the planet. Like her, her feet are planted on earth now because before... I can't even explain to
0: you what we just experienced. I mean, it was crazy. I mean, first of all, Madison was again high as a kite, and it reminded me of when I gave you that edible. What's it been like? What seven, eight years ago? Ten years ago?
1: Um,
0: it was a long time ago.
1: Maybe eight years ago. Maybe it, it might have been eight years ago. Eight, no, maybe longer than that nine years ago i don't know was it that long ago? it
0: was a long time ago
1: i guess so i know it was more than seven years ago because we were probably yeah
0: we were laying wood down in the house Mm -hmm.
1: we had people out there by the pool right um putting speakers
0: in right right right
1: we had all types of stuff going on in the house i don't know if you guys heard this podcast we talked about it several podcasts ago correct so if you guys heard that podcast you know what i experienced
0: yeah, so with Gia, Gia was happy and then sad. Like one second she's happy, one second she's sad, one second she's laughing, the next second she's crying.
1: But not just crying, like hysterical. Hysterical, hysterical crying. Hysterical, out of my mind, out of control crying. Right. And I'm not a crier. Right. So for me that was that was significant.
0: Correct. Yeah, absolutely. And it's the same as with Madison today. Oh my gosh. People. So Madison, you know, she was high. I, I can't, you know, I, I, I was there a little later because uh, I had to leave the breakfast club. And uh, when I got there, surgery was over. So we walk in the room, Madison's face is a little swollen.
1: She's swollen and she's like staring off into the distance.
0: Right. Yeah. She's, she's definitely, definitely high.
1: And it, and it made me nervous. And I asked the doctor and the nurse, I said, what what's wrong with her? She doesn't seem okay. They're like, no, we assure you she's okay. I said, she doesn't seem okay. To be honest, she seemed like she was in a vegetative state. Correct. Completely in a vegetative state, like her brain wasn't functioning, but her eyes were open. Right. And I underwent anesthesia a few times and that wasn't my experience correct um and she was also shivering and i asked why is she shivering and they said that the anesthesia interacts with the part of the brain that makes her feel as though she's cold so she was shivering so they have a blanket for their patients because they know what to expect
0: right so when i walk in there the first thing Gia says to me is don't be alarmed Mm -hmm. madison looks a little crazy but she's okay (laughs) Right, 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 right. that's exactly what you told me. I said, what? He was like, she looks a little crazy, but she's fine. Right. Right, so when he I said walked- So
1: they assured me.
0: Right. So go ahead. I guess you had to tell me that, because you know how to wild out. Yes. Right, so when I walked in there, um, like Gia said, it looked like she was in a vegetative state. Right. Uh, and when she seen me, I said, are you all right? And she shook her head, yeah, fine. She couldn't really talk, because she still had gauze in her mouth and and all that. And um, so we were. they said that she could leave within the next, I guess- 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. So we had to sign around and all the standing together. And if you know us, if you follow us on Instagram, we're a funny family. Like we laugh, we joke, <laughs> we do everything. So um, they spelled her name with two D's mm-hmm. by accident M A D D I S O N. So mm-hmm. I'm like, babe, you know what the other D stands for? And Gia's like, what? I go, D's nuts, right? <laughs> and Madison starts laughing, right? Right.
1: She was <laughs> and, laughing for about three seconds. Three
0: seconds. And then she starts hysterically crying
1: she was bawling right like "Ah!" and I'm like what's wrong with her they're like no it's okay it's okay she's not sad she's not in pain her face is completely numb it's just the way that her body is reacting Correct. to the anesthesia. Correct. She will cry. Right. And it is perfectly okay. Right. So that made me
0: feel all right. And then in the middle of crying, she starts saying, I don't know why I'm crying. She's like,
1: why am I crying?
0: <laughs> so, so we just start cracking jokes. You know, we just cracking jokes. Oh, we were
1: dying. It was just everything that she did was hysterical. Right. I'm ashamed to
0: say. Yeah. I and mean, she, it was, uh, it was it was so funny. She stepped off the If she stepped off the curb, it was like, wee Like, she was definitely high. Like, high as a kite. I mean, to the point we brought her home. She could barely walk. She doesn't well, first know what's of all, going
1: on. we brought her home, and she tried to get out of the car. Mm-hmm. She put, and she's getting out of an SUV. So she puts one foot out, and she can't feel the ground. She puts the other foot out, and as she began to slide, she was like, oh, no! I
0: <laughs> yeah, she's. It's, like, I'm I mean, it's it's it was it's hysterical. Oh God! She just got off like so. She finally came off of the.
1: No, 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 no. Then we brought her up into her room, mm-hmm. and Rashawn, you're just the worst. I'm not you a- could never. I'm not a home attendant. Take care of people that need assistance you no, were just
0: awful that's not my he job puts
1: her on her bed and he puts her on like the edge of the bed so that if anything went wrong she could fall off we right. have to tell him to move her over so we move her over to the center of the bed she has to be seated upright because she can't fall asleep because she has gauze in her mouth to absorb the blood that's being generated from her four wounds so she's there and Like I said, her gauze is like, um, it's getting soaked up with blood as, you know, the minutes progress. And at one point, the gauze starts like hanging out of her mouth because, again, it's completely numb. So she can't feel anything. Right. So she can't feel that it's starting to come out of her mouth. And she's so like in another world that she's like, is that my tongue? Is my tongue coming out? Is my tongue falling
0: out? (laughs) She starts crying bawling
1: <laughs> yes um her best friend knew that she was coming out of the surgery so she facetimes her and logan picks up the phone just so that you know she, her friend can see her and her friend's like oh my gosh like you, you look disgusting because her mouth is a little bloody and right. with the gauze and she was like you look disgusting <laughs> and then her friend was like no you look disgusting and then she starts falling. And I'm like, why are you crying? She's like, because she said I look disgusting.
0: And they say, she said, she said in, the, in the doctor's office, they said I look beautiful. And she's like, in the doctor's office, they said I look beautiful. She Hilarious. Was...
1: Hilarious. Oh, God. Yeah. So, um a lot of funny things happened in the interim. Logan I think he's had all of his laughs for the month. Right. I mean, you yeah, know, he, he just, definitely did. He was he's in like, heaven. He's
0: like, Dad, can I tell her her nose fell off? Please, can I tell her her nose fell off? I'm like, Yo, if you don't get out of her room, get out of here. She
1: would just start crying at the drop of a dime. Yeah. And I had to explain to her, like, I-, I know you're not in pain. I know you're not sad. And I know you don't understand why you're crying. So it's perfectly fine. Don't worry about it. Like, you're good. And she was like, Okay. So she just came off. You were going to say?
0: Yeah, no. And I would just say for anybody who has kids, I was scared. I was nervous, but she made it out all right. We just wanted to tell you a brief of, of, of Madison's uh, experience <laughs> at the dentist today or out. oral surgery. <laughs> now, um, ready to start this podcast? Yes. I want to start it somewhere uh, a little different, if you don't mind.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I want to start it when you stop dealing with somebody, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. What is? Is all- this a surprise topic? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay, because I thought we were talking about something we're gonna else. We're going
0: to talk about that later, too. Well, We're we'll going to talk about this first.
1: Okay, but when we start talking about that, I'm just letting you know. Don't rush it.
0: I'm not rushing shit.
1: Okay, I'm just letting you know. Okay. Because you're going to hit me with a side topic coming around the corner, and like, boom, this is what we're talking about. But we're talking about that.
0: No, cool. All right. When you are done dealing with somebody. Okay. Who's off limits?
1: Dude, I don't. can you speak English? I don't know what you're talking uh, yeah, about.
0: If Like, if you have a boyfriend.
1: Okay, now now we're getting started. I said
0: dealing with somebody, that means a boyfriend no, or a you can, girlfriend. It could be
1: dealing with someone at work. You could be dealing with a parent. I'm talking relationships. Talking about. Well say that. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm, relationships, I'm not a mind I'm talking about relationships. Go ahead. What now? If
0: you're done dealing with somebody in a relationship.
1: If I'm done dealing with a boyfriend.
0: Right. Okay. Who is off limits as far as somebody you can't talk to because of him? Is there anybody off limits? And then I'll explain after I get your answer.
1: That I can't talk to because of him. Um, off the top of my head, it depends on why the relationship ended. Okay. Say he cheated. Um, well, I'll put myself in his position. Okay. Or let's say I cheated. Mm -hmm. For instance, if I cheated on him and he has children and we ended badly, don't pick up the phone and call my children. Because if I don't like you, then I don't want you reaching out to my children. No, if no, no. we ended badly,
0: I didn't mean like that. Let me let me let me rephrase it. All right.
1: Well, I'm just saying
0: that though. Okay, you know,
1: depending on how a relationship ends, and whether your presence in their life is a reminder of a negative time or a bad time, um, or if you offended me in a way where I just I don't want to see you, see you, hear your name, I want you completely X, completely X out of my life. Then no, I probably don't want you around my family, even if you forged a relationship with them.
0: I didn't mean like that. I meant. Who's off limits as far as dating?
1: I, dude, can you... I, I don't I don't really know what you mean.
0: Okay. I, I was trying to do it without saying a name. Okay. Yeah,
1: well, just tell me what happened.
0: Okay. Omarion. You know who Omarion is? Yes. From the group B2K. Yes. His baby mother, he has two kids. Mm-hmm. They broke up. They don't deal with each other anymore. Mm-hmm. His baby mother is now talking to little Fizz, who is a Another mem- member of, of the B2K group. Wow. Mm-hmm. So I'm asking... I'm mm-hmm. taking it outside of them, right? Okay. Don't care about them. I'm taking it outside of them. Who is off limits in a relationship? So if me and you stop fucking with each other, right? Mm hmm. You know, Can
1: you date any of my friends? That's pretty much what, date you're, and, what you're asking. Right.
0: Or, or not even that. Any of my friends or any of my enemies. Mm-hmm. You see, because if you think about it, let's say you don't fuck with a person. I know you don't fuck with a person, right? Mm-hmm. We've been going together for however long. We have two kids, three kids, four kids, five kids. We stop dealing with each other. Mm hmm. Who's off limits? You know, can I talk to one of your friends, or can I talk to one of your enemies to make it even worse? Because you know where the body's about, mm-hmm. you know where the body's about buried. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, is there anything off limit? And the reason I'm thinking about it is because I think it was foul and crazy. If you talk to a member of my group or my friend or my best friend or my cousin or somebody I know, I think it's kind of foul.
1: Well, but I- a
0: lot of people said no. If he cheated, fuck him. I and mean, whatever happens to him, happens to him.
1: Oh, well, did he cheat? Is that the reason why they broke up?
0: I don't know, but I'm just, maybe, I don't know. But let's say it was cheating. We'll we'll use the cheating word, the cheating thing.
1: (laughs) Okay. Um, Well, if they broke up for understandable reasons, meaning they grew apart, they had different interests, one's career pulled them in one direction, the other's per- career pulled them in another direction. Those are nice understandable reasons why people might break up. You right. know, you you can break up on cool terms Crap. under those circumstances. Um then I would say that friends are off limits and out of respect enemies
0: are off limits. That's only if they broke up nicely.
1: If you broke up nicely. Okay. If you're my man, and you cheat on me. To me, that's like a huge F you. Correct. It tells me that you don't care about me.
0: hmm
1: And in return, I have to ask myself, is it my responsibility to respect you enough to care about you and your feelings? As the cheaty... I would say that it's wrong. It is wrong. Uh I think it's morally wrong because two wrongs do not make a right. And regardless of how you live your life, I should live my life in a moral capacity, period. So your actions should not influence my negative actions. Okay. But I will say that everyone doesn't operate under those guidelines and with that moral compass And you can't expect that most people or that many people would see it that way. Most people operate off of emotion. And in this case, the emotion is hurt. And it could even be revenge, but let's take revenge off the table. Let's just say that it's hurt. In that case, I can understand a person that isn't that morally enlightened cheating with a friend, excuse me, not cheating, but moving on with a friend of the person that cheated on them because their rationalization could understandably be, you don't care about me. You did something behind my back. You put my emotions in jeopardy. You put my physical well-being in jeopardy. You could have exposed me to something. Clearly, you don't care about me. Clearly, you don't love me. So if a person... That does love me, that does care about me, that does put me first, happens to be your friend? Too bad, so sad. So, do I think it's wrong? Yes, I do think that it's wrong. Would I understand a person having the mindset to do that anyway? Yes, I do
0: understand it. All right, I disagree. And I'm going to tell you why. If you're my baby mother... Mm-hmm. Right. We have two kids with each other. We've been around for a while. You've been around my group. Right. Mm-hmm. So now we're not together for whatever reason, whether I cheated, whether we just grew apart. No,
1: we let's just say that it was a cheating situation.
0: Let's say I cheated on your ass. Right.
1: Yeah. Let's just say worst case scenario. Cause that's kind of what they'll keep the, um, the conversation in one direction on one path.
0: In my opinion, that's trifling for you to talk to my bandmate, or a teammate. It
1: was trifling for you oh, to cheat. Seven. Now we're
0: even. Nah, it's not it's not easy because now what? not only that you fucking up you fucking up the business and I'm gonna tell you why. You should
1: have thought about that.
0: No, you should have thought about no, that. No, you should have thought about that. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, should have yeah, thought yeah. about that. No, you should have thought you about that. You want child support? Now this band can't go on tour because of your yeah, ass. We
1: make enough money. We're good.
0: No, we don't make enough money. You don't make no money. You I, don't know how, how much money that? she makes. You don't make much. money. You don't know what she does. I'm the bread and butter. Now
1: look at you I'm with your male chauvinist ass. You're just huh. assuming that the girl makes no money huh. and that she has no career. You you don't know her. You don't know what she does. How dare you? What she do? I don't. I don't know her, and I don't know what she does. What she do? She's I on the show. I might have seen her on um, television a couple of times. I barely know what she looks
0: like. She's she did Love and Hip Hop, right? Right. And she did I Got the Up too.
1: I don't know what I got the hookup to is, but I don't care. The point is, you don't know how that girl makes her money. Let's be honest. So stop making assumptions.
0: So, so you- Omarion, hold on. Is let me let water. me stop
1: you for a second. Let, no, let's be you honest. You make it seem as though if someone isn't rich, they can't function. I didn't say she that. She can work. She can be a secretary. She can be a manager at a retail store. She can be anything. You're right. And make a decent enough living to take care of her and her child, and she may not have to live off of tour money to live a decent life. So stop. Being chauvinistic. It's not being it's chauvinistic. Not it's, being, on you. it's
0: being truthful. What's truthful? Marion is the breadwinner in that relationship. You
1: don't know he what's going on in their the relationship. He is the one that makes
0: the money. He's on well, tour. Well, they're not in a relationship he, anymore. He, and
1: they weren't he married. He was the one. He was so, the one. So, ha, let me explain. It doesn't matter. She's going to get child support. I'm not paying support. child support anymore. She's going to get can't child afford support it, anyway. Because you fucked
0: up the band. Now we're not going on tour. There's no more B2K because you want to play with me and Fizz and Fizz, you owe me five minutes because you're supposed to be my guy. You're not supposed to do that. He does owe him five
1: minutes yeah, absolutely. because now on the opposite, on the opposite up, end, Omarion didn't do anything to Fizz. So Fizz isn't hurt. He's not operating from the standpoint of emotional distress and confusion like she is. He has his mind's wits about him. And he's deciding to screw over his friend. So, if you ask me, who's ro- really, really wrong in this situation?
0: I would say Little Fizz. Say both are wrong. You screw my friend, and my friend I, is wrong she for doing is it. Wrong, Y'all both wrong. But what
1: I'm saying is, it's understandable. I don't like to be judgmental from a perspective where you don't really consider what a person may be going through.
0: Oh, who's one of your closest friends? You would say, just name one of them. Mm, Delia. All right. Me and you break up. Mm-hmm. and i start fucking dahlia and i put it all over social media and you're looking you're looking like <laughs> what's so funny and you're looking like yo that's my homie that's my i, I grew up with her we knew mm-hmm. each other since 13 13 uh-huh and you're like that's my ex what the fuck? And they showing videos like, "Hey, we chilling. We on the island. Mm-hmm. Ow, he's deserving of this pussy. Ow. On, what is wrong that's with you? What, she said. what he is was like wrong he would with be you? deserved? That's what she said. But if oh, I, if
1: she said that little fizz would be
0: deserving of the pussy. Can you not use that word? That's what she said. I'm quoting her.
1: You could just you can pussy, use Pussy, pussy, pussy. Stop puss, puss. I'm gonna throw something at you. You stop that. I am quoting you her. Stop that. I am quoting you. You but like stop I said, that.
0: so now you see the video, oh, he's deserving of this pussy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 Okay, okay, I get it. Like, I get it. I get oh it. Hold my on, God.
1: let me ask you a question. Did I cheat on you? Is that why you broke up with me and
0: moved on? Maybe. Let's okay. say yes. yes okay. Sir. So And then now hold on, I'm not finished. And she like, ow, I, I suck his meat better than that. No, 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 you're, one. you're
1: you're you're confusing the roles. You're not um, aligning the roles oh, I'm in the that. analogy okay, okay. Right, let properly. Me run you're, you're right,
0: you're right, you're right. Let me run that. I'm on camera. I'm on camera. Ow. Uh, he, she's deserving she's, of this. She's <laughs> deserving of this penis. Ow, <laughs> she sucked at me better than you. Ow, Ow. she's okay, always okay, there for okay. me. Okay. Ow, how okay. does that make you Stop. feel? That's okay. your friend from 13th grade. So, you got in the fights for her. I'm you gonna, held her down. Okay. You did all that. And now you Stop look on internet talking. and you see your ex, your baby. And You can't get rid of me now because I'm always connected yeah. to you. you know why because we got kids together well i would look at it you want me to be
1: honest i'm not done yet you're
0: still going And now you see your best friend who you did everything with Mm -hmm. every fight with you Mm -hmm. did homework with you did all (laughs) snuck out of you did dances you did jamaican dances where you was on your head and everything with and now all of a sudden she's looking at video like ow this she's deserving of this dick
1: okay okay so how i look at it i look at it as I deserve some foulness because I was effed up and I, and I cheated on you. All that though. So I understand that this is how you may be acting out, whether you really have feelings for her or whether you're just trying to spite me. I understand that I am deserving of some effed up-ish. Okay.
0: That, not now, that now, effed up-ish. Nobody deserves that Hold on, that on a second.
1: Up-ish. Now where my friend is concerned, she deserves a whole other can of worms. She's foul times 10 for betraying me as her friend because she is outside of our relationship. She has nothing to do with what's going on inside of our relationship. And if I do you dirty, that has nothing to do with her. It's not her business. It's not for her to take it on to come and comfort you. She is a foul B word and deserves the
0: world's worst for betraying me as a friend. Now, see, that's not right. What, what is the, What's the opposite of a male chauvinist? I don't know. Well, you are that. (laughs) You are that, and the reason you are that. Not a feminist. No, the the reason you are that is because she's foul too. She's foul and little fizz is foul. Okay, but you say, but you made it seem like, oh, I understand because I understand. She's foul. She don't mean somebody else.
1: If you moved on with my friend to spite me, and I understand why Omarion's ex-wife, ex-girlfriend, whatever she was.
0: Cheated, not cheated, but moved on with little fizz. What's another boy band? What's a boy group? I don't know what. Backstreet Boys. She don't. She don't go. Go fuck somebody from the Backstreet Boys. Not B two K. They're not, out of her age group, but not my group. Not my group. We're supposed to be going back together. Listen,
1: I don't know how many different ways you want me to put it. I think that it is wrong. Oh, okay. I think that it is wrong, but let me tell you something. I think that people do understandably wrong things all over the globe, like a starving mother may go and steal food to feed her children. Is stealing wrong? Yes, it's wrong. But I understand why she stole that food. She's not starving. Because if she didn't take on that sin, her children may may starve. She's not starving for dick. There's dick everywhere. Listen, I'm not saying that she's starving. Do you you understand what an analogy is? Yes. Okay, let's just... Okay, do you get it? Okay. I get it. This is my point. What she did was wrong, but I understand what may have driven her to do that wrong thing it is foul it is wrong it's not acceptable but i mean i would challenge people that are listening to ask themselves the question do you kind of understand
0: no well let me let me let me let me let me explain something to you <laughs> Me and you break up something happens i'm screwing all of your friends we don't work <laughs> a matter of fact a matter of fact i I'll, I'll take it a step further what if i die uh huh Don't fuck with none of my friends Mm. or my enemies.
1: Okay. I mean, I wouldn't.
0: I'm just telling you that. I wouldn't. Or Boris or Maxwell or- What does Boris or Maxwell have to do with it? Or anybody- Well, no, Boris is married. Or anybody with muscles. All right? Anybody (laughs) (laughs) Or anybody with muscles, right? (laughs) As long as you know. Not my friends, (laughs) not my enemies, or anybody with muscles. Are we clear? Yes.
1: But let me just say, like, you have to understand, once he cheated on her- She has no reason except, you know, again, a a moral high ground. Aside from that, just like uh, the way that most people think, she has no reason to have any allegiance, any alliance or any respect for him anymore because he didn't show her the same. So she can look at it like, why is my sin worse than your sin?
0: Because it's my friend.
1: Well, at least we were broken up at the time, and I had the freedom to date who I wanted to date. When we were together, and you cheated on me, you didn't have that freedom, and you did it anyway. So your decision is a lot more foul than my decision because I didn't owe you anything when I cheat when I moved on.
0: Well, Omar- you cheated on me. Well, he should knock off Little Fizz's baby mother then. Just keep it all in the family. Wait, you mean Omarion should knock off Little Fizz's baby mother? Keep it all in the family. I
1: don't know that he would care. I don't think he
0: likes her very much. Uh, I don't watch the show. i just seen that part. I see
1: it occasionally.
0: i just seen that part.
1: Alright, so moving on to what I wanted to discuss. <clears throat> so, a few weeks ago we told you guys about a list that was sent to me regarding women being safe out there in the world and taking certain precautions to ensure their safety. Mm-hmm. Um, an Instagram friend of mine named Mrs. Mayo. Wait, baby, is it?
0: Milan Rouge.
1: No, it's not. Give me oh, I'm sorry. You're on the wrong thing. Where are you? What are you doing? Okay, so that is not what we're looking at. Hold on, let me pull it up so that you guys know her exact Instagram so that if you wanted to go there yourself... You can and look at it yourself one moment. Oh, okay. So Mrs. Mayo, she got it from someone's Instagram that says, I am Milan Rouge. That's the IG address. Mm -hmm. I-A-M-M-I-L-A-N-R-O-U-G-E. But my Instagram friend's name is M-R-S-M-A-Y-O 51. So they both have this list. On their Instagram pages. Anyway, just as um, a means of female empowerment, she sent me this list from I am Milan Rouge's Instagram just to pass it along because she knows that I have daughters. And right. in the spirit of knowing that you all have daughters and some of you are daughters and young women and older women, we all females. This is something that I think that is important for all of us to discuss and to consider. Because like I said during the podcast that I referenced this conversation, um, I've thought about a lot of the things on this list. And I've had conversations with Madison regarding many things on this list. Mm -hmm. But I did not think about All of them. So it did enlighten me. So I want to thank Mrs. Mayo. Thank you very much for Mm -hmm. sending this to me. And you're enabling me to share this with all of our listeners.
0: Okay. You want to start?
1: Let's start.
0: Now, um... Tip number one.
1: Well, first of all, I think this um, this list was put together by a cop.
0: A police officer. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And uh, they say this is for you and you to share with your wife, your children, and everyone you know. After reading these nine crucial tips, forward them to someone you care about. It never hurts to be careful in this crazy world we live in. All right. Now it says, oh, uh, this is Madison. Let me see what she wants. What's up, Maddie? Hi, can you help, I'm taping the podcast. Are you bleeding or are you dying? You need me right now? Uh, can you tell Erica? I'll call her. What you need? Um, I can't stop drooling. You can't stop drooling? And
1: um, my lips are going really
0: numb. Well, you're on the podcast right now, so say hello to the podcast, people. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> we told them your story already.
1: Oh. Um.
0: All right, if you can't get Irma, I'll come in there, okay? All
1: you need, baby, is to re- you just need to repack it with gauze, okay, Bo?
0: Just repack it with gauze. Irma will be in there a second, and we'll come right after.
1: And as soon as you get a little bit more yeah. sensation, you can take your pain meds.
0: All right, baby, love you. Love you. Bye. <laughs> All right, so tip number one. It says the elbow is the strongest point on your body. If you're close enough to use it, do it. All right? Tip number two, learn this from a tourist guide in New Orleans. If a robber asks for your wallet and or purse, do not hand it to him. Toss it away from you. Chances are that he is more interested in your wallet and or purse than you and will go for the wallet purse, run like mad in the other direction.
1: While he goes for the, While he wallet, goes for
0: the wallet or purse, mm-hmm. run like mad. Mm-hmm. Rule number three, <clears throat> if you are ever thrown into a trunk of a car, Kick out the back tail lights and stick your arm out the hole and start waving like crazy. The driver won't see you, but everybody else will. This has saved lives.
1: mm-hmm.
0: All right? And also, for everybody that knows, in every trunk, there's a lever that when you pull the lever, the trunk has to open. It has to be in there because kids were getting stuck in trunks. They were playing and getting stuck, so they created this lever. So all you got to do is feel around for it. It's usually a little red pull. You pull it, and the trunk automatically opens up.
1: Have you ever looked for that in the trunk of any of our cars? Yeah, all our cars. And you've seen it? Mm -hmm. I've never seen that. Well, you've you've never, never
0: been in the trunk. Well, you've never pointed it out to me. Well, I'll put you in the trunk later, and then you can see.
1: I think you want to fight.
0: <laughs> yeah, I do want to fight. We're gonna talk about that in this after this too. Uh number four. Women have a tendency to get into their cars after shopping, eating, working, etc. And just sit doing their checkbook or making mm-hmm. a list, etc. Don't do this. The predator will be watching you, and this is the perfect opportunity for him to get in the passenger side and put a gun to your head mm-hmm. and tell you where to go. As soon as you get in your car, lock the doors and leave. Now, um this is big by me.
1: This is something that we've talked about
0: before. One moment.
1: Come in. Sorry, everyone. What's up, Maddie? What's
0: up, Maddie? You need to put the need, gauze baby? in there? Okay. All right. Okay. All right. All right. So you got to, um... Well, you gotta, baby, I'll do you this gotta cut while the gas. you
1: talk about this particular point. Get
0: okay. All right. Was Irma? Irma wasn't around? Yeah, I didn't. Irma didn't know how to do it?
1: She just needs me to
0: do it. Okay. You need mommy to do it. Now, with that, uh... I tell that to Madison all the time, and I tell it to all my friends, even when I'm leaving a club and sometimes I'm not driving. That's the main thing I do. Don't get in the car and then put the navig- and put the address in navigation. Pull away first. Pull away first. Start driving. Drive your ass away from that scene, move, and then do it. I tell that to Madison all the time. You get in the fucking car, move. Like You don't want to put yourself in a position where you're stuck. You're stuck in a parking spot. Get the fuck out of Dodge and then figure out where you're going. Or
1: where someone is just waiting for you. Correct outside of a building, outside of a mall, outside of a restaurant, outside of wherever, for you to get back in the car, and then they can attack. You get in the car, you pull off. Two blocks away, five blocks away, a mile away. If you need to pull over and get yourself situated, that's what you do. But anytime, anytime that you get in your car, you always make sure that you start the ignition and you pull off. Do not sit there even for a minute.
0: That's right. Now it says, if someone is in the car with a gun to your head, do not drive off. Repeat, do not drive off. Instead, gun the engine and speed into anything wrecking the car. Your airbag will save you. If the person is in the backseat, they will get the worst of it. As soon as the car crashes, bail out and run. It is better than having them find your body in a remote location. Number five, a few notes from getting into your car in a parking lot or parking garage. A, be aware. Look around you, look into your car at the passenger side floor and in the back seat. Every time I get in the car and I park outside or I'm not in a garage, I always look in the back seat to make sure nobody's behind me.
1: I look, well, I always look in my back seat even if I'm in my garage. Because what if someone knows where you live? And they're just waiting for you to get into your car. What if they've gotten into your garage? Well, if
0: they're in the garage and the dog is out there, they deserve to kill Okay, so we're
1: talking about everybody. Oh, okay. Not everyone that has a built-in attack dog.
0: Chuck Norris, yes. Okay.
1: So, even if you have a garage, if you're parking in front of your house, if you're parking outside of your job, wherever, whenever, when you... Walk up to your car. You always look in the back seat. And if you have a third row, you look into that window as well to make sure that no one's waiting there for you.
0: Correct. If you're parked next to a big van, enter your car from the passenger door. This
1: is the one that kind of threw me for a loop where I was like, wow, this list is pretty thorough.
0: Most serial killers attack the victims by pulling them into their vans while the women are attempting to get in their cars. Look at the car parked on the driver's side of your vehicle and the passenger side. If a male is sitting alone in the seat nearest you, you may want to walk back into the mall or work and get a guard policeman to walk back to walk you back out. You finished with Maddie already?
1: No, she um I need her to get some paper towel. Okay. Go ahead. Six. Wait, wait, wait. Let's talk about that one. What's that? So to reiterate, they say that if you're parked in a parking lot or a garage and there's a van parked next to the driver's side of your car. Right. Because the car door is locked. Unlock the passenger side only. Get into your car from the passenger side and climb over to the driver's side so that your door is still locked on the driver's, driver's side so that you can reverse or pull out safely without anybody being able to get in on your side of the car. Correct. That, that was really interesting because- I've thought about safety um, for myself ever since I was younger and for Madison Mm -hmm. and even for you. And that's something that I've never considered. If I was parked next to a van, I might walk up on it and say, all right, well, this might be a little strange or it might concern me, but I would have never necessarily thought to do that. So that's a little light bulb for, for some of you.
0: Right. Always take the elevator instead of the stairs. Stairwells are horrible places to be alone and the perfect crime spot. This is especially true at night. Seven, if the Predator has a gun and you are not under his control, always run. The Predator will hit you, a running target, four in a hundred times. And even then, it's most likely will not be a vital organ. Run, usually in a zigzag pattern. Yeah, I'm. if you got a hammer on me, a gun on me, there's no way in hell I'm just gonna stay there. I'm out. Like, I'm not gonna give you the chance to shoot me, um, I've been shot at several times, and every single time I've been shot at, I've been out. They shot at my car, hit my car four times. One time they shot at me in the street. Catch me when you can. Right. That that's that straight up and down. I'm not gonna give you the chance to have that have you that close to me. I mean, I'm not gonna front. Most people's aims are horrible. Right. Most robbers are not going to the gun range and practicing their shot. They don't know what to shoot when the gun goes off. Their hand moves. Fuck that. Catch me when you can.
1: But again. You would run in a zigzag motion so that you are pretty much disabling them from the likelihood of hitting you.
0: And also, if you're in the car and somebody's shooting at your car, duck down low. And the reason that people duck down low is because that's where the engine is. So if you think about it, if a bullet has to go through your front of your car, through the engine... Through your dashboard and hit you the momentum is probably going to be nothing and it the bullet will probably stop it'll probably get clogged and stopped in the engine if your head is up it's only going through the windshield which is an easy entryway but if it's like i said through the engine you're nine times out of ten going to be safe and when they shot up my car both two bullets were in the engine which stopped the bullet from coming through and the other one went into the tire so definitely uh duck down uh in your in your car All right, now, um, eight. As women, we are always trying to be sympathetic. Stopped. It may get you raped or killed.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Ted Bundy, the serial killer, was a good-looking, well-educated man who always played on the sympathies of unsuspecting women. He walked with a cane or a limp and often asked for help into his vehicle or which his vehicle which he uh, abducted, uh, abducted his next victim. So, with that being said... I don't remember him walking with a cane. Do you? We watched the Ted Bundy thing.
1: Um, I don't remember him walking with the cane, but he murdered between thirty to thirty-six women. Uh-huh. He admitted to thirty. There's a chance that he might have only he might have forgotten about the remaining six, mm. or just they got lost in his tally. But before he was executed, he. Finally, finally admitted because he had denied it for so many years and he would use different ploys. So we watched two movies. Um, One is called, I'm not really sure. They're both on Netflix, though. Uh Um, I'm definitely going to mess up the title of one of them. It's something like Extremely Evil, Shockingly Wicked and Vile. It may not be that. My um, adjectives might be wrong, but I think it's like extremely, I think it's, yeah, I think it's extremely evil, shockingly wicked and vile, something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But that one was really good. That told the story of a relationship that he was in Mm -hmm. while he was committing all of those murders. And... The other one is the Ted Bundy tapes. Again, I'm not sure if it's called exactly the Ted Bundy tapes. It probably is. But he did an interview with someone that recorded, with his knowing, that recorded him while he talked about the killings. He didn't talk about it from a first person point of view. I think Mm -hmm. it was a third person point of view, basically saying, I think that the killer was probably thinking this. And I think that the killer probably did that. And he explained everything. So you pretty much got a first, um, a firsthand account of the murders. So I'm saying that to say that, they only talked about some of his ploys. You gotcha. know, these were just movies. There were so many murders. He, They didn't cover all of the ploys. So we just might not have heard about the cane. Gotcha. But one time he did have a cast on his arm and he was at a beach and he was asking women to help him gotcha. with his car, to load his, no, to help him with his boat, to load a boat, like maybe a small boat onto his car or onto... Maybe a, a trailer uh-huh. or something like that. But he was at, he used this cast so that women would sympathize with him and, um, and assist him. But the thing with Ted Bundy, where this really kind of comes into play, like you said, he was considered to be a good looking guy, very well educated, extremely articulate. And in the Ted Bundy tapes, the, in the series, one of the, um, One of the titles was called one of us because he literally looked like one of us, just a normal person, but like a normal good person. He's the type of person that you would have taken for granted that would not have been capable of what he was accused of and ultimately did. Right. Um, So nobody would have ever thought. And that's something that would kind of be hard for me. A lot of these other things I would think would be easy. Mm -hmm. But if I'm taking into consideration my personality, this is something that I would have to be very mindful about and deliberate about. Because if a stranger approaches me and asks for help, asks for directions or assistance, or so if I see someone that looks like they're in need, I'd be the first person to offer that hand, to offer help, helping you to find out where you're going. You'd be dead. Or whatever. And I would be the type of person that would be murdered. Yeah. So it would be very hard for me, for someone to ask for help, and for me to look the other way, ignore them, and keep walking. Oh. It wouldn't. It, that would be completely unnatural for me.
0: I could do that all day long.
1: It would be unless, hard for me.
0: Unless, I'm not going to front. It was a woman. If it was a woman, I would help. Right. And I'm going to tell you why. And I'm going to tell you what's fucked up about that. I got mad at you one time because you were driving home from Virginia. Right. Uh, we went to school in Virginia. Uh, you know, if anybody's just listening for, you know, newly. She went to school in Virginia, drove home to New York. And on the way back, there was a girl that was stranded. There was, was, a, stranded. Bus.
1: There was a, um, a Greyhound bus that was broken down. Right. And, there were, and it was very late at night. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of people that were stranded. So it was holding up traffic because, you know, when you're going the route from Virginia to New York, you do drive through... Like towns, Mm -hmm. you know, and I was going through a town and I noticed that the bus was broken down, traffic was held up. So everybody like rolled down their windows and was like, well, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Come to find out that this bus had broken down and there was a girl there that was trying to get back to New York. And I believe it was her father or her grandfather's birthday party that she was trying to get to, whatever.
0: Right, so Gia pulled over. First of all, she shouldn't have rolled down the window and asked what happened. Mind your business, keep in I moving. didn't
1: ask what happened. When I rolled down the window, you could just hear everybody talking about it. Right. Because there were people that did pull over and got out of their cars, and there was, you know.
0: So Gia didn't even know this girl and drove her home.
1: Yeah, I drove her from it. Um, I found Virginia. her in. Mar- no, no, no. It was in Maryland. The bus. Um, Broke down in Maryland. Mm -hmm. So I picked her up in Maryland and I drove her to her father or grandfather's house in Brooklyn. Right. And she made it to the party.
0: Yeah, right. But she could have been a killer and could have killed your ass.
1: She definitely could have been a killer, but she didn't look like a killer, which is the first mistake that I made. And I mean... And this is the wrong thing to say, but I could tell she wasn't a killer. Yeah. I, <laughs> but that's the assumption that most people are working off of that may land you in a dangerous situation. Um, but it kind of makes it seem as though we're telling people to never help anyone that asks for directions. I or.
0: Am.
1: Yeah. I am.
0: If you're my kid. I've asked for directions. Yeah. You can ask for directions. But but I guess it's a little
1: bit different now because everyone has smartphones now correct. and you can find directions to anywhere that you need to go
0: where you don't have to ask a stranger people are crazy i tell madison don't help nothing like one day i was in we was in a gas station getting gas and uh there was a girl in mm-hmm. she looked like she was maybe 18 19 years old and she had a flat tire and she mm-hmm. was stuck on the side of the road mm-hmm. now i went and helped her mm-hmm. reason i went and helped her one was because she reminded me of my daughter i was like damn what if my daughter's ever pulled to the side she's stuck on the road and now she has to wait for me by herself in the dark mm-hmm. But it was like three of us, four of us. Mm -hmm. So you wasn't going to just kill me, you know, and rob me. I mean, maybe you could have. So
1: wait, if if you were by yourself, you wouldn't have helped the 18-year-old on the side of the road?
0: I don't know. I I I don't believe you. I might have called the police and just waited. You know oh, really? what I mean? Yeah, I might have called the police and waited, but I, I don't know if I would have got. See, because once I get out and I start fixing your tire, but let me tell you, I leave my whole back open for you to smack that, me in the head with listen, a fucking that could tire be a iron. That a whole and setup. Then, right. She exactly. could have. You're right.
1: That could be. What's it called? Um, oh, my gosh. This should be on the. This should be like I watch so much crime TV. That could be a. What is it? When. Um,
0: a plot, a scheme.
1: A pl- it could be a plot. It could be a, like a decoy. A decoy. Yeah, it could be a decoy. Yeah. Is that, what, is that yeah, the word decoy, I'm for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. It could be a decoy. It right. could be a whole setup. Danzel in distress. Correct. On the side of the road. Correct. A guy pulls over to help her and then up pulls a car. She yeah. sends a text. Got one. Up pulls a car. And next thing
0: you know, a gun is to your head. You're right. But yeah. That, but that's see? less likely when it's three of us. You know what I mean? It's not going to happen. It was right. actually four of us. But-
1: Right. by myself, So the
0: smart thing to do would be exactly what you Call said. the police and I call just the wait. Call the police and wait. Yeah, absolutely. Across I don't trust the your ass. I don't trust your ass, but that's what I would do. That I mean that's me. People, oh, you're not nice. No. I got five kids to go and a wife to come home to. Right. I'm sorry. All right. Gear hates me right now cuz I always rub my leg. I don't know why. And I I'm rub trying
1: my leg. not to say anything. I just keep giving him dirty looks, hoping that he'll stop.
0: <laughs> All right. Now number 9. Someone just told me that her friend heard a crying baby on her porch the night before last. She called the police because it was late and she thought it was weird. The police told her, whatever you do, do not open the door. The lady said that it sounded like the baby had crawled near a window and she was worried that it would crawl to the street and get run over. The policeman said, we already have a unit on the way. Whatever you do, do not open the door. He told her that there has been a link. A serial killer has a baby crying recorded. He uses it to get the women out the homes and... And then that's when he gets them. That's crazy.
1: That is crazy. Mm-hmm. So to sum that up, this guy is walking around with a recording of a baby crying. He was probably watching people's homes, knowing when women are home by themselves. He probably watches their husbands leave or their boyfriends leave, knows that there's a woman alone in that house, walks up to the front door and plays. Doesn't He doesn't ring the bell. He just plays this recording because anybody inside the house that can hear would say to themselves, is that a baby crying outside my house? And would probably walk downstairs, open up the front door to look to the left, to look to the right to see if they're crazy or if they're really hearing something. And that's probably when he either forces them into the house, abducts them, hits them with a large blunt object and takes advantage of them, rapes them, kidnaps them, kills them, whatever. So I think... The takeaway from that is if anything seems suspicious that can put you in any kind of dangerous situation, you call the police. Mm -hmm. You don't do anything about it. Correct. You don't check it out. Don't become Inspector Gadget. You call the police. And again, I'm kind of surprised that that cop said that there were a lot of women that just called the police, that took it upon themselves not to go outside not to risk their lives, not to inspect and satisfy their curiosity, because that's what most people I think would do. Right. I'm putting myself in that situation. I'm trying to think, what would I actually do if I heard a baby crying? I think I, yeah, I think I might call the police. (laughs) I think I might've called the police. I'm not going to even tell them why you're laughing. I'm just going (laughs) to ignore you. I'm going to look in the opposite direction and pretend that that didn't just happen. Um, But I think that I, I I think that I would probably call the police, Mm -hmm. but I think I would call the police because we live, um, on a very private property. We have a gate. Um, so it would be very strange if a baby was crawling around our property or if there was someone outside in distress with a baby. Right. But if I lived on the street, Mm -hmm. if I lived, you know. On a normal city street where, you know, you have your front door, you have a porch, you might have a little mini lawn, and then you have the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. And I heard a baby crying. I have to be honest. I, I wish I could say differently. But in real life, I think before hearing about this, I think I might have gone downstairs and opened up the door to see what was going on.
0: If, oh, not me. if
1: I'm being honest, if I lived on a normal city street, I think that that might be what I would do.
0: Yeah, well, you're kind of like gullible when it comes to helping people. You are. Absolutely. What do you mean? I'm Wait, I'm, you would use the word gullible to describe me? Yeah, you're too nice. Yeah, like like you drove the girl home from Maryland, like you would open the door to uh, get, help somebody. If I don't even want to say this part because you would definitely do it because I know we'll get a million of them. What? Like if somebody told you a good story in your DM and linked it to a GoFundMe, you'd be like, I'm gonna give them some money.
1: I've definitely donated money to GoFundMe's,
0: and there's been so many GoFundMe's that I've seen that people have lied, made up stories, and just and how do you know that, that that's the case? Because usually they get arrested after, and
1: you've seen it happen. Like you, you've, yes, you've been times. sent to GoFundMe, and you've seen someone get arrested afterwards. Yes, I mean I know that that happens, but
0: but but that but, that, but that's you. I mean it's not a bad thing. You're very kind-hearted. Me, I mean I I, I need to know because people <laughs> will are trifling and will do anything that they need to do to get to get whatever done. Like. Like we're about to send send some money to a GoFundMe. I know that I told you about the other day. I know that's why I just made me say that. Like, um, Gears the type like if if somebody says, "Hey, you know my phone died, can I use your phone?" Gears the type to be like, "Okay, go ahead." Me nah I'd be. I is a dollar. There's a payphone somewhere.
1: I don't think payphones. Have you? When's the last time you've seen a payphone?
0: I don't know, but I, I don't give, think
1: that they actually. I exist ain't giving nobody anymore. my phone. I I can't remember the last time I've seen a payphone. At Richie's gym. Okay, never mind. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> but I'm not giving nobody phone. That was another scheme that people used to do. Yo, can I see your phone? My phone died. Can I use your phone to call my so-and-so? And then they take your phone and start running. <laughs> like, that was another scam. And I could see you be like, mm-hmm. sure, use my phone. Your phone's dead. Okay,
1: so now let me ask you a question. Yes. All right. And I'm going to ask you guys this question, too. So you guys, when we post about this podcast, leave your comments. I want to see what you guys think. What? So when Mrs. Mayo sent me this... um. This post,
0: mm-hmm. The tips.
1: Yeah. I brought it to Madison. I said, let's go over this. Let's talk about this. You tell me what you think. Uh-huh. And we went through it. We talked about it, kind of like how you and I are talking about it now. And then she told me, and then I asked her the same question I'm about to ask you. And I'll tell you how she answered. Uh-huh. And you see this happen in the movies. Uh-huh. And it definitely happens in real life because, again, when I'm watching my Investigation Discovery TV, you see it happen in these real life stories. But if you're referencing a movie you might have seen, it could be someone that gets attacked in the woods. Right. For instance, they come running out of the woods with the killer chasing them. Right. They're battered and bloody. Right. And here comes the car driving up the road. Mm-hmm. They jump in front of the car, flagging for the car (laughs) to save them. Help me, help me, help me. Mm -hmm. Now, it could be dramatic, like in the woods with the killer on their tails. Or it could be on a New York City street, on a Los Angeles City street, on a Detroit, Orlando. Right. New Orleans City street. Okay. And you see someone battered and bloody that runs up to your car and asks for help. Do you open the door to let them in, to get them away from whoever attacked them, or to take them to the nearest police station or hospital?
0: Do you do it? Do you take them? Do you open the door? All you have to do is pop. So hit my, the
1: unlock button. My
0: answer is yes and no. Well, how do you do both? I open the trunk until you get your ass in the fucking trunk. No, and the ki- no, no, them. no.
1: There's no time. Hold on. There's no time. I'm gonna... The killer is chasing them. Right. This has, This really happens. Uh-huh. This happened on the Ted Bundy, as a matter of fact, this happened on, which one was it? On the extremely wicked or extremely evil Ted Bundy story. You guys watch that. I think you'll enjoy it. Um, It happened. The one girl out of all of the people that he murdered, all of the women and one child, actually a few children, he, his youngest victim was 12 years old. Out of all of them that he tried to murder, uh-huh. he got away with murdering all of them except one. One got away. And it's exactly what happened. He, they got into a fight. Uh-huh. Well, it was a, it's a long story. Pretty much what happened was she was leaving, I believe, a play. All right. And she was leaving in order to go pick up her brother. Between the building that the play took place in and the parking lot, she never made it to the parking lot. Ted Bundy attacked her. He grabbed her. There was a physical altercation. I think they said her her fingernails were broken. She was battered and bruised. He... Oh, no, 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 no. Was that somebody else? No, I'm sorry. That was somebody else. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. She was in a mall. He came up to her, posed as a police officer, and told her that someone had broken into her car. He needed to bring her to the parking lot so that she can bear witness. Right. She comes outside. She looks at the car, and she says, there's nothing wrong with my car. Nothing is taken. He said, no, something was taken. Look closer. It, she said that it was as though he was motioning for her to lean in yeah, so he because his, head, his, that, yeah. his M.O. was to beat a woman over the head with a blunt object. Uh-huh. She didn't lean in. She felt uncomfortable. She asked him for a form of identification. He flashed her a badge. Uh-huh. She says, well, what do you want me to do next? Uh-huh. He pretty much says, well, I need you to come down with me to the, pol- to the police station so that you can make a report. She gets in the car with him. Uh He drives down the road. He pulls over, I think, into a parking lot where he brandishes a gun. Right. He takes out a set of um, handcuffs, slaps one of them on her, and Uh then they begin fighting. He couldn't get the other one on her. She gets out the car. She starts running. Then they get into an altercation, breaks her nails, everything. She runs, and there's a car coming up the road. I guess I would assume that she's waving her hands, begging for help. They let her in. She gets away. Correct. She's the only one that survived him. So now if you were put in a situation, you were in that car, would you unlock the door? He's on her heels. There's no
0: time for you to get out and open up the trunk. So you would see her. I I could could open up the trunk from the inside. But I, I would probably see her open up the trunk from the inside, get in and take off. But I would not open up my car, though.
1: So let's say that that wouldn't work. Cause I think that would be very difficult. Like that, that's you would have to communicate to her, get in the trunk. You would have to take the time to roll down the window.
0: All I would do and be is like,
1: get in the trunk. Then you'd have to press the button. The trunk would have to pop open and then you would, she would have to hop in and then you would drive off. Right. No, I, the would, trunk I, would I would open my car door. You would not do it. No way. Under any circumstances. She's nope. battered and bloody. Nope. Okay. Well, neither would Madison.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Um, yes or no? Would you? Yes or no?
1: Again, real talk. Like I would love to say, in the spirit of safety, yes that I wouldn't do it or no. But I, honest to God, cannot imagine myself seeing a battered woman, bloody and fear all over her face, mm-hmm. running up to my car, begging me to stop, knowing that fe- that something dangerous is chasing her, I, I, and and not let her in. I can't see myself not letting her in. Mm. Oh. I don't see myself not letting well, her in. If I'm being honest,
0: well, that's why I said gullible.
1: So you, so you would you call that gullible? That that's not that's not gullible.
0: Well, you would let anybody in. So you
1: you would let anybody in? I'm not saying that. Um, and if it were a man, I'm trying to think, what would I do if it were a man? Mm, if it were a man, if he were, if I saw that he was bloody, uh huh and battered right then i i don't i don't think that i would i don't think that i would mm. because i would look at that as a potential serial killer and this is his mo right so i i think that i would pull away from that situation but what would you guys do let us know
0: yeah let us know you can uh hit us in our, uh we'll we'll, we'll post this
1: i'm going to post this, this actual
0: one and you can leave a comment under it just let us know what you would do and i think that's the name of the uh podcast what would you do
1: Okay,
0: yeah, I like it. Well, it's time to get up out of here. Yes. All right, well, we appreciate you guys for riding with us, and uh, we'll see you next week. And uh, that's it. I'm DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And that was another edition of the Casey Crew.
1: Be safe. Toodles.